0: <laughs> and you know what, Fitz? I I don't know if we could go try to count, but I should put little markings on the side of my boat how many times I've had to retrieve oh boats. Yeah, Boat rescue markings? And you put I'm, another I'm... slot in the top so
1: people can put $5 bills in there. <laughs> little tip, <laughs> a little, little money tip, clip. Yeah. A little,
0: little tip jar.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the RC Roundtable podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, Model reviews and a whole lot more. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the round Roundtable Live. And just in case you're wondering, um, that P thirty eight, that nose planted into the ground, was rebuilt and has flown again. Was it
0: P thirty one? Yeah, P sixty one.
2: P sixty one. What did I say? P thirty eight.
0: I would have oh. I would been crying. Oh. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, P 61 no! Uh, it's a rookie
2: error. Yes, P sixty one Blackwood. How
0: did I say P thirty eight? I don't know. Because uh, I, I have my name Lockheed lover. Maybe yeah, that.
2: And and on the screen it says P thirty eight on the bottom for something. So uh, so I, I got discombobulated.
0: Uh, we can't
1: recover from this. Cancel the whole thing.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, right, well, thanks for watching RC Roundtable as the, the <laughs> finest one minute you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm
1: well, tempted to make a joke there, but I will not.
2: Uh, man, Terry, you can't take you anywhere. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Sailor. All right. So, Hey, Hey everybody. I see people popping up in the chat, including a few names that I recognize. And some Tony has time
0: kids. to come in the show. He's I like building 50 kits, you know? Yeah, Tony, no, really? Airplanes to build. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time for you. <laughs>
2: yeah, Tony's got extra time on his hand. It must be uh, to some downtime because he's like building a new plane every day, apparently.
0: Hey, one. Raymond's in. Should we all say thank you to Raymond for the nice gifts?
2: Oh, you got him, huh?
0: Yes,
2: yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I was I was keyed in. He uh, asked for your addresses and said so he's gonna send us send you guys some stuff. Actually, I didn't even know either. He's like, I'm gonna send you some stuff. Like, okay, hopefully there's not a ticking sound in it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Raymond. That was some cool stuff. I guess we all got the same thing. Maybe I'm not sure. And
1: a calendar that yeah. includes yeah. A, a photo of his. Yes.
2: So uh, yeah. Yeah, buddy Raymond, uh, he's uh, one of our my old Fort Worth peeps, and uh, he does all kinds of cool stuff with drones. and hel- He gets to ride in police helicopters all the time, <laughs> ba- lucky bastard.
0: Y'all, y'all didn't get the uh, gift certificate to uh, Chili's? Oh, <laughs> thanks, Raymond. <laughs> 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 <Woo-hoo>!
2: <laughs> it's good to have friends in high places,
0: literally, in his case. Hey, we got someone from Canada. Canada, is here. That's that's near Terry. <laughs> uh, could be. <laughs> it still snow,
2: is Canada still snowed in, or are they? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I it depends on what part of Canada.
1: Yeah. So yeah. it's the border is half an hour away, but it might as well be a million miles away because they're not letting us in. Oh. Still closed.
2: They <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't want any of your kind up there in Canada. No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Yankees. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a show to do. Um, where the heck are we going to start? Uh, I don't know. How, how was your guys' week? How about that? Uh, Get the niceties out. Do we ever do that? Uh, that that good, huh? Okay. Well, never mind no. then, Mister Mister <laughs> Poopy Pants. Stick to the script, man. What script? I don't know. I thought we had a script. <laughs> we got a script.
0: Well, uh, it's interesting. We we got an email from a gentleman who. Uh, was kind of, ap- I say he's apologizing, but he's like pointing out that our last podcast was before uh, SnowVid like the 2021. Before, right. So yeah, we haven't said anything except just no posts on, on our Facebook page, but uh, Fitz and I are still here. Fitz and I have water and electricity yeah, yeah. in the great yeah. state of Texas, mind you, I don't care what people say about it, but the great state of Texas, we are still here, and yeah. uh, it was fun. I mean, I'll tell you that I've uh, I've experienced broken pipes, not with my, my home, but my mom's home and her, she lives in a town home and the neighbor next to her blew a pipe and all the water seeped into mm. my mom's house. So oh, that was man. not good. And, yeah. uh, I have a friend who lost six pipes in their house and she's in a, an apartment right now. So I think oh, she's going to be there for a month or two do yeah. down here.
2: Yeah, I was a little yucky for a few days. Uh, this was pretty much a, a fluke in the weather, and uh, you know, kind of hit a lot of people hard. A lot of some people are out of power for several days. Uh, I only lost power for one day. Uh, Lee, I think you are know, out for a couple days, roughly. Yeah, uh,
0: uh, three or four days.
2: Yeah, I well, you people, had a generator.
0: I, think, I had a generator.
2: Yeah. Good. i did not have a generator i just had some battery backup <laughs> i have three stuff.
0: generators <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know it's funny i didn't realize it but i know two people in Houston area that had those those whole house generators that run off of natural gas and so they're they're almost like you know what power outage you know?
0: <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say uh Generac stocks probably <laughs> 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 yeah and
2: <laughs> yeah, i guess i told you a story because i had wanted to buy a generator in fact raymond in the chat had said hey uh uh, some place has a good sale on some generators. This was like last year, I don't know, November ish or something. And I said, like, Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll go pick up a generator. And I passed it by my wife and she's like, No, we never lose power. Oh. <laughs> we going to buy a generator, we never lose lose power. <laughs> Did you rub it in her face? No, I rubbed it in hard. <laughs> but anyways. Uh, but we yeah, we all it. survived. Yeah, we got through it. Uh, I don't leave you. I think it's did you have some issues with your pool? I think the news. Oh, some minor stuff? <laughs>
0: well, I, I fared much better than a couple of my neighbors and a good friend of mine. Uh, uh, in fact, I just got an email from him yesterday that his repair cost was six grand because he mm. lost his water heater or the, the pool heater, excuse me. So that's that's awful. I oh, the spicy broke, meatball <laughs> a, a <pool laughs> heater in Houston, they're like, yeah, yeah, you heat them because it, it also heats the spa.
2: For those balmy sixty degree days,
0: it's an inline heater, so you have to have to do both. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you, we've used it. We've used the pool before, anyway. No uh, problems. I uh no, I yeah. did very well. I broke a pipe, and it's something that's broken before, so I've repaired it. And I just put my last O ring on my pool equipment today, so I'm back up to pressure. I everything's been working. In fact, I got it working shortly afterwards, so I'm doing well. My pool's doing well. We didn't have any pipes break in our house. We're using that new PEX. I say new; it's been around for a while, but we have all PEX plumbing in this house. But I'll tell you, anybody who had copper just you know suffered. And my mom, like I said, had a leak, and we caught it. We had turned the water off, but I I still have that piece. I'm not going to go grab it, but just it's amazing how how many people had pipes break. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was a little surreal being a former Northerner. How they were talking about wrapping pipes and letting your faucets drip and that, and that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, I'm having really surreal flashbacks to my childhood. Uh, but-
1: <laughs> yeah, we don't do any of that stuff up here. I guess the building codes are different, whatever materials they use or how they do it. But
2: yeah. I'm sure it's changed in the, since the you know 20 30 years I lived it back up north, but I do appreciate we do appreciate all the concerns we had. We had a number of emails and concerns people that re- wrote to us you know, and uh, yeah. for uh, some great wishes and stuff. So thank you all, always appreciated. The rumors of your death are
1: greatly exaggerated. Very much so.
2: <laughs> all right, so let's uh, get it started. I see some more people. Uh, in fact, see since Adam's here, we can start now. Oh, finally. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, where do we start? Uh, well, the first thing, I guess, is I released a video late last night on my YouTube channel for the Marine Sonnier. I don't know if you can see it. Uh-oh. No, you can't really see it.
0: <laughs> well, uh,
1: since our last show, I googled the French pronunciation for that word. Yeah. Salonier.
2: Sonnier? Salonier. I got an update, too. There was a guy in, from France who, who posted a comment in a build video, and I responded to him and said, hey, did I? how did I do a pronunciation? He said, you did okay. So I got it from a Frenchman that I did okay in my pronunciation, at least in a build video. <laughs> but, you know, Conversation may was, vary.
1: The last time I was in France, the only time I was in France was my honeymoon 20 years ago, and we were staying somewhere <laughs> somewhere in the middle of the country, and they were talking about how the Northerners make fun of the Southerners and their weird accents and stuff. So it's a lot like the US. So I guess there are different accents.
2: And- it, it, there, it seems like every country is like that. Even my wife will say, you know, we were, she's from the South, from her country. And we we're somewhere. So people got off a bus and she's listening to us. Oh, they're from the North. <laughs> <laughs> she says, it in sort of a derogatory way. You know, like, well, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess if, like me, you can't make sense of any of it, it's all the same.
2: But yeah.
1: So, uh, right,
2: so, yeah, so just uh, Lee showing the video there. Uh, we had a nice outing. We had two of them. This is not mine. This is, man, I'm having a brain fart. Larry, Larry Altman's. And uh, his came almost ready to cover. So he covered his and did a custom paint job. And it came out really nice. nice. It's nice yeah. weathering. Yeah, it's really, really nice. Even look close up, it's fantastic. And Polish? so we went out.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes, it is Polish. Okay. Uh, Polish markings. He found something. If find. you had watched the video, Terry, you'd know. <laughs> Yeah, really, you know this stuff.
1: <laughs> he released it last night. Give me a break.
2: <laughs> so we got I together. It. Uh, so it was organized by Tomas uh, from Legend Hobby, and he said, hey, um, we want to all get together. We actually went up to Lee's Club, and I didn't get kicked out this time. And so we <laughs> and we went to Lee's Club and met. It was a nice day. It wasn't very crowded. Uh, and we had, there were three of them there. Uh, well, two we call it Legend Hobby Day
0: at Northwest Legend-
2: Yeah, it's Legend Hobby. It was actually World War One Day because it was a. Yeah, Tomas brought his
0: huge trailer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. His mini home. Uh, Home Which, by the way, you know, not only did he bring that big trailer, but inside that trailer was a box that saved your butt.
2: Yeah, it was. We talked about yes. it on the
0: podcast
2: here. We did talk about it, yes. I had uh, some muffler screws and stuff because I had some issues. Uh, so, um, so the video is released. Go to um, Hobby View and you'll see the flight video. This is a two-part video. So I did a build video before. Now it's a flight. And this came out really well. This was, uh, of course, thanks so much to Lee who did a lot of the, the video work. Uh, but we were able to get... Um, not only my flight review, my flight done, but we got we Larry's flight, and then we flew together in formation. That's all on the video. And so oh, we were, yeah. I was able to edit all that together and make a really nice sort of uh, omnibus video of my version, his version, two radically different power systems in them and how they flew. And
0: I mentioned this in the podcast, but I liked watching your video again and hearing that harmony you know, the two different motor sounds we, we mentioned, <laughs> plenty, but it sounded really yeah. cool because you had that pass where you're, you, you kind of mentioned that y'all finally got it together, you know, yeah, but, yeah. and it, it sounded really cool.
2: So, uh, Yeah, it came out really nice. Uh, I got some and I got some really nice comments on the video and your camera work, Lee, and, and just all around. So if anybody's had watched that video and left comments, thanks so much. I, I am, saw them all.
0: I just posted the link in our chat room.
2: Oh, yeah, there you go. There's the link. Go ahead uh, and... Um, Take well, a look at it when you get a chance. Save it for now. Watch it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't go now. Don't go away. <laughs>
2: so, uh, the solder is right here. Uh, i move the camera a little bit. It's right here on the table. Uh, there's a the light and stuff. So, it's here. I uh, was just finishing up on the video, I think last night, really. And uh there's another plane I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, and uh so, I was happy to get that pushed out, finish editing on that thing. And, and, Get out the doors. I can work on some other projects. So it's been a, it's been a real fun project and a really neat flying plane. Really, I look forward to taking it to some of the fly-ins later on this year. Uh, do some dawn patrols and whatnot. And pressing a button. Oh, I love pressing that little button.
0: It needs a trailer.
2: Yeah. and I need a trailer. Yes, <laughs> I need to uh, fix. Um, uh, I had an issue with the the light connection on my car um, last time I rented a trailer. I, I had a choice of either the blinkers working or the brake lights working, but not both. <laughs>
1: well, choose the brake lights, and you can, yeah.
2: Just being Houston, the brake lights are more important than blinkers because nobody uses your damn <laughs> blinkers, anyways. All
1: right, well, Fitz, I did not watch your video yet, but well, while how, how today... do I get click off the picture? How do I get oh, stop it? Kick you Wait, from you my... turn him
0: off? <laughs> how hey, do you kick hey, him hey, off? Can you hang him off? I, <laughs> I can probably mute him. Yeah, there you go.
1: (laughs) Are you guys done yet? Can I speak now? Mm -hmm. So
0: Days aren't over yet.
1: I did listen to the latest RC Scrap Pile podcast while I was at work. And Mm -hmm. Tomas was their guest on this episode. And they talked about the Saulnier at length. And your name came up several times. And they were very complimentary of
0: you and your work
1: and your sense of humor. (laughs)
0: Sense of (laughs) humor?
1: No, that's it. No. Oh. That's
0: enough. Oh, well, I'm glad I didn't say bad and that, and that yeah. other guy. That other guy. Oh, what's his
2: face? He, he looked that's,
0: like a man. As I say, like Gilligan's Island and the rest. And if, <laughs> yeah. If you remember yeah, the first seasons. season cool. of Gilligan's yeah. Island, it's like, and the rest. There's two other people. It's and the rest.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe out of a coconut. They'll use your name. Or wear a coconut Maybe. bra. All right. So... What's next?
2: Uh, well, I was
0: going to go down the list in no particular order. In the, in the order of the list. Uh, well, don't so forget, I, we got people online, so we can ask answer a couple of questions or see if we want to follow up with any That's anyone. right. Oh, Who peeps in the chat? Eric Haddad
1: is here. Have you guys hey, seen Eric. his twin uh, chipmunk?
2: Yes. No, I did I see that. No, when wow. we talked to
1: him, he had a 3D-printed chipmunk. He's recently 3D-printed a twin chipmunk.
0: Really? Can we pop up a picture
1: of it? F82 style.
0: I can try. you will keep Come talking. You get the fast fingers, Lee. <laughs> Eric, have you flown it yet? <laughs> Ten seconds later. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a delay.
0: Yeah, I'm
1: an hour ahead, so it's a wonder I can keep up at all.
2: So you're ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Jerry Clark, remind you all next time on the scrap pile.
0: Oh, I'm not going ah. to get it. Sorry, <laughs> I can't pull it up. Apologize. I can't pull it. Oh, okay.
2: Well, um, Eric, if you have a link, pop it in the chat. Yes, his uh, Ooh,
1: good idea. Facebook handle is 3D Aero Ventures. So go out there and you'll see a yeah. cool twin
2: chipmunk. We're putting him yeah. to work.
0: Hurry up, Eric! Eric. I've been meeting. We're waiting!
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eric, I've been meaning to uh, try to find some time to print out your uh, um, joined wing plane. I, I've just I've started a little bit, but I just haven't had a chance to really... Are oh, the to Infinity Wing? I think, I think it's the Infinity that, Wing. I really, really want to print that out. I've just been so hammered with stuff. Uh, I, I've just printed out a few pieces of it, but I've been... Well, actually, my printer's been real busy. Um, I don't, in fact, I can talk about that. if you Hold on. Before
1: you, you move on, you're being asked yeah. about the break-in on your new engine last break-in, time we talked you were break-in. still in the break-in cycle and you were talking oh. about the different oils you use
2: oh uh uh yeah enrique that EME, i barely broke that thing in i think i ran a tank through before flying it and i just threw it in the air um and and just i never had any lick of issue after the first couple of flights i did richen it up a little bit it sounded like it was was leaning out a bit at the top end Uh, it never quit on me but i could tell just by listening it sounded a little um, like it was a little bit on the edge of being too lean so i just Tweaked the needle valve and just rich in a little bit and it's been perfect. So I, I've been really haven't run it on the ground that much to break it in. So to speak, always, I know it's, I did, you know, kind of run it up and down, let it cool down, let it heat up when I was initially breaking in. But after that, I just, I just ran the thing and it ran great. Are you still running uh, so, a castor mix? Uh, yes, I am. So I'm still, once I go through that gallon of castor mix, then I'll go through into the, um, um, uh, synthetic. Oh, and I got admonished from the last podcast. I made a, a rookie error. and <laughs> if you saw that. Um, I called castor petroleum, and it's not petroleum. It is organic, but it's, it's from a, the, the castor bean and not it's not, not, not dinosaur. It's bean juice, not dino juice. Yeah. So uh, somebody corrected me on that. It's like, yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't know how I made that error. Uh, so uh, oh, speaking of castor, I see Tony mentioned um, okay. my article in the AMA magazine apparently has gone... Uh, uh, viral or something because I suddenly got a whole bunch of emails yesterday and today from people who read that article yeah. and I have to say it's one of the most feedback I've gotten from one of my articles uh, it's one of those things I almost didn't do or really I had when I when I was asked about it, I was like oh, what am I going to talk about <laughs> and so I just re- wrote this kind of whimsical article on 049 stuff and I ended up getting a whole bunch of emails some people asking yeah. me about the planes about just thought that was a nice article
0: I, uh, I see you, Tony,
2: Tony mentioned it yeah, I was uh, so. thinking
0: when you when you wrote that article, when the one picture you were missing was that uh, small event where that guy had like eight, oh four nines on that glider or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been a great photo. <laughs> yeah, it was loud. <laughs> and, and add, add a wave file link. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think everybody who watched it. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's funny though, it didn't have the climb performance you would have thought with so many engines on it. It was kind of <laughs> <laughs> always it was so draggy. adds
0: drag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a fuel the <and> drag converter. <laughs>
2: uh so, anyways, um, if you it's in this the current issue of the model aviation magazine, uh you'll see me just kind of wax lyrical on flying 049 four stuff. And so I thank you. Uh I see a bunch of stuff in the chat. Should we?
0: Yeah, it's
2: can't it touch happened? up on that. Uh, let's see. FA, um, fly right. Oh, yeah, that's um, uh, oh, I might have a brain part with his name. You know, the, you know that guy Lee, he's local. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the fly right boys. Oh, yes, I did fix the gun. Uh, Kevin, Kevin that's it. Hey, thank you, Kevin PB. Yes, hey, Kevin. Uh, well, yes, no, it's kind of fix. I actually got some new brackets for it. I just got to go and put it on. So so no, I haven't fixed a gun, but it's an easy fix. I've just been too busy and too lazy and too distracted to do it, but it's a five-minute fix.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to add that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew who you were, Kevin. There you go, Kevin. <laughs> oh, I know it was Kevin. I just had a brain. <laughs> I, I know. What? I forgot to do that. I could start adding things. Oh, wait, by the way, here's... Uh, I don't know if people can click on that, or. but Eric just posted a link in the Facebook on his, uh, his uh, twin chipmunk. Uh
2: The Twitmonk. Uh, yes. Yeah, the twit hey, monk. look,
0: Terry, this is for you. Hey, thanks, Doug. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, I just saw that.
2: Yeah. Terry, you want to talk about uh, your article on the... No, I think meter? we
1: talked about it before, so yeah. we don't need to get into it again. Basically, I talk about uh, what, we, what watt meters are, not really how you use them, but uh, the basics of them, and then I bought one of the cheapos from Amazon and compared the numbers I got from that one to my old-school... Uh, mainstream watt meters, and they were pretty close.
0: I had one here. It's
1: Which AM. one?
0: Uh, I think mine are within oh, reach. Oh, uh, blue one. I don't know. I'm not going to spit.
1: <laughs>
2: it's yeah, over there. Somewhere. I can reach so here's my
1: uh, Great Plains power meter and then the uh, Amazon special. Well, fits you remember
0: was. Terry was being, you know, talking to us like these pod, these live shows need to be more audio tweaked so you know we can put these on a podcast so now he's doing a show and tell
1: i didn't say that i said <laughs> we just have a simple disclaimer up front that it's a pretend, close your show. eyes and pretend.
0: pretend this is a watt meter if you want to see what we're talking eyes. about
1: you guys are being mean and i've oh, had no, enough no,
0: no. we're having fun we're having fun. take my
1: ball and going home
0: <laughs> no, you got your shiner there. Just keep drinking. All yeah, right. Shiner. <laughs> <Sugar laughs> you'll, for, you'll forget. <laughs> you'll forget on the team. Use for your sure imagination. Imagination. Well, I, I do want to just uh, really quick shout out to everybody who's online watching us. Thank you guys for taking yeah. your Wednesday night to hang out with us. We really do appreciate it. We were just talking the other day about you know how long it's been. This is our uh fifth year. Is it really? We'll be we'll be going fifth five really? years. Yeah, holy smeg Wow, five years in June. So and we only have
1: 120. We, so we did sort of an informal count. This is our 25th live show, but we have 125 audio shows. So like 150. Are there any that that doesn't look,
0: cover? We'll also think about all the events we've attended and we've done shows or live things there that are on our Facebook. So we've no. been pretty busy, and oh, no we doubt. like doing
1: it. Yeah, for we, sure. And I think this time. Just like you were talking about, we should release this as
0: a normal podcast episode. Okay. Okay. We will do that. We will start All releasing right. the, the live shows, and so you'll just have to imagine <laughs> what we're showing. <laughs> right Grab now. a shiner, sit for, back in your lazy boy. For the radio audience.
2: So, well, um, uh, Eric is still here, and Mr. 3D guy. I thought I'd show off a, a few things from my 3D printer. As you know, I've been working on a big B-17 project. Oh, yeah. Somebody. Yeah, Keith is it yeah, notes? Keith. Notes?
0: It's Barry. It's Barry's. It's B-17,
2: Barry's. Right? It's yeah. It's a collaborative effort because Barry. Yeah. It's Barry. Barry's plane, but he's asking Keith to do some of the surface detail and some of the finer scale details. I think um, Mike Liable is also involved oh. in some work. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't and,
0: have my Facebook page on on this laptop, so I would definitely try to go to that link. And it's amazing. Yeah. How big is that thing? 140. It's,
2: 160? Six <laughs> feet. No, it's bigger than that. It's
0: two hundred fifty. It's one one
2: sixth scale. Oh, it's huge! So it's yeah, it's a monster. The fuselage. I just saw, I saw the wings the other day too. I think each wing section is like six feet long or something like that. It's it's a monster. So I did one six due to calculations. What's a real B uh, um, seventeen wingspan?
1: Move on. Are the top flight giant scale warbirds to a specific scale? Seventh? Um, no, no, that's my
0: sixtieth. I'm my just 60th wondering if there
1: are some six scale fighters out there that oh, can fly escort. Anyway, go ahead. It's just me yammering on.
0: That'll be neat. Uh, I'm sure they'll do
2: that. Well, it's, got a, well, it's got a field. It's got a 17 foot wingspan. That's big. Wow. It's, it's a big mother, and then the fuselage is almost as long. It's, it's is a it, huge thing.
0: Is it the same size as the plane that went down last year that hit the trees? No, I think it's bigger. Oh wow, wow.
2: Do you remember? Do you remember those guys from California had a B-17 fuselage and it was in two sections?
0: It yes. was Under a yeah. 10. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Size. <laughs> wow yeah because yeah, you and I, I did our walkthrough and we were we were showing that off so for those of yeah. you who can't see what we're talking about there's a, a video i guess it was last year two maybe two years ago uh check our facebook page in our our video section fitz mm. and i do a walkthrough at bomber field and we show off that b-17 it, it is huge yeah. it's on a, it's in a rack right wasn't worth the wings yeah, on some in big the rack. rack?
2: Yeah. yeah and they came all the way from california too if i remember correctly but anyways, I guess I'm show and tell because I've been working on some stuff with my 3D oh, printer. Cool. Um, <laughs> uh, one of the first things I did was uh, the gun. Now this is actually mm. not the scale. This is too small. Oh, let me
0: pull up. Let me pull you up here, buddy.
2: My so, deuce. Okay, yeah. This was a 50 caliber gun that I. was <laughs> <I stopped> focusing.
1: <laughs>
2: I said, hold that, so I can get the. Focus. Hold that in your
1: teeth. Your mouth is in focus. Well, there we oh, go. Here. Oh, much better. All
2: right. So yeah. So this is a 50 caliber. Um, one of the machine guys has a printout, I think 12 of these. Hey, is that and resin? This, no, this is this why does the camera keep getting off on me?
0: Because it likes you. Um, <laughs> uh, keeps focusing a, on your your eyes. It's focusing on me. Stop <laughs> focusing on me. So a, okay, voice so activated
2: camera. <laughs> Anyways, um, I can go to manual focus if it keeps being belligerent. Okay. <laughs> it's being belligerent. Anyway. For those of
0: you at home, this is a 3D printed <laughs> 50 cal.
2: So, yeah, the 3D printed 50 cal, this came out really good. I printed it on the highest resolution of my printer. Wow. Anyways. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's
0: not focusing. It's a mustache. You failed us miserably.
2: (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Let me put it into manual focus mode here for a second. goodness (laughs) gracious. All right. Um, That's the advantage of using a fancy camera.
0: That's our fits. Hey.
2: (laughs) All right. So, I'm going to do this. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> but give it <wait> a second. <laughs> We're Isn't waiting. It focusing. <laughs> it's focused perfectly on you. I hope our listeners or viewers oh. at home are, are drinking. Did you breathe <laughs> B Ray I B? I didn't put it in manual focus. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> didn't hit the right button. Oh, we appreciate da, your da, da, patience, da, everybody. Da, da. All
2: right. Now it'll focus. See the little thingy. There Still you. Go. Still there. you. There.
0: There, there we right.
1: go. Stop.
2: <laughs> All right. So here's a machine gun. This is a re- came out really good. Like I said, this is too small. This is my first print and I realized the scale was wrong. But just imagine this slightly bigger and 11 and 12 of these mothers. Uh, <laughs> so, but it came out really good. They're real happy with that. I also have um, the, uh, this is the one I didn't. This was a, actually had a not a failed print, but I didn't have some settings right. The I found on Thingiverse. Uh, a cockpit somebody had made a cockpit for a b-17 and they had did a lot of pieces and so this is the control panel i printed out and it had a throttle quadrant and seats and all kinds of neat stuff so whoever did this uh you're you're, you're the man you're fantastic this saved a lot of work did
1: you compare uh, it to the photos we took at geneseo
2: uh no i didn't think to do that and i don't I'm even just know gonna assume
0: they
1: are.
2: it's
0: right yeah so you get it, the it ones did you compare it to the one I sent you from? Uh, uh, I didn't compare it to that
2: either. I didn't bother because what am I going to do? I want to rework it. <laughs> it's, it's close enough for government work. <laughs> the, the, the The photos I'll do is you know I'll use is what I need to draw stuff myself, which I did. Uh, let's see. And okay. oh, I, I print out some some bombs.
0: Are they you functional? were asked which which printer did you use for these? Was this the Prusa?
2: This is the Prusa, but I got an update. So this I printed out in filament, so you can really. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually one of the uh, I misprint slightly, but because uh, there's just some gaps in there that I, I'm not going to give them. I had some print settings off, but these I threw these off a second balcony floor, and so they're very durable. So you can, you can really just. Um, um, 30 bomb release, and you can, they're they they do not shatter anything. It's just I found some green flexible filament, and so we're gonna print. I'm printing up a bunch of these, and uh, it's funny because I'm making these for, for berries. And then uh, uh came over and saw them and says, Hey, can you make me some too <laughs> for his uh, B24? Are they gonna be uh, green? Yeah, that's what the colors they wanted. Hmm. I know it's, it's probably disappearing green, but yeah. this is what they wanted. I, I aim to please. Yeah, I know put it's, a uh, GPS module on each of them. Hey, you know, I can make more.
1: Did you see what uh, Uh,
2: Kevin said?
0: Fill them up with baby powder. Maybe you uh, could drill a hole.
2: You You, you could, I guess. Well, they're not made to disassemble. They're all in just one piece. Uh, There is a a hole in the back. I guess you could theoretically put baby powder in. Yeah, I'm sorry, Terry.
1: Um, well, I was just going to ask if you're going to weigh them down at all, because I think they're just going to flutter when they come out of the bomb bay. <laughs> yeah, go well, right to the
2: tail. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, I can change weight, but I-, I wanted to make them light. I don't want to have a whole bunch of heavy bom- bombs in the thing. But uh, this is something I also found at Thingiverse, and so and I had to scale it up a little bit. But uh, th- these are really neat. Whoever designed these, thank you, too, for that. That's uh, cool. I saw someone in the chat. I'm using a Prusa Mark III S to do these. Um, this is what I did in a real coarse resolution. You, you can't really see it that well, but I just wanted to print them up quickly. It still took like five hours to print these little, these things. It's so, one piece? One piece. Yeah, it's all one piece. Yeah. A, I use just a little bit of um, support in the bottom and I just pull that out. So that's nice.
1: That's really cool.
2: So one, uh, one other thing, update. Um, Lee knows, but you don't know, Terry, I got a new 3D printer. Yeah. I've got another one. You were and talking about buying one. Yes, and I uh, I have friends in low and high places, and I end up picking up one um, that is a resin 3D printer. Go back to autofocus. No, because I got more parts. Oh. Uh, So you have a resin printer now. You should not have told me
1: that because I've been waiting for you to get one. I got stuff. Go ahead.
2: uh, This was printed into my resin printer.
1: Very nice. That's like an injection molded piece.
2: Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, it looks, it looks very good. It's, you know, this is, um, maybe I can go a little closer. Uh, but this also, I drew myself. I, I told you about the, um, I started playing around with, um, uh, fusion 360 right. and this is, I think the first piece I was able to draw finally, finally got my hand, my, my mind around how to use this, this, this silly program and spend some time with it. And oh, this is a control box that sits in the bombardier section of the bomber. And using some photos. It's not 100% accurate. It's sort of an interpretation, some pictures I saw and stuff. But it's good good enough. This is not going to be scale master stuff. But it looks really good. This is actually one of the failed ones. The bottom is not quite right. But for the most part, it came out really good. Yeah. Um, And they were real happy with it. It Really, really high quality stuff. And I've been printing out a bunch of stuff. Um, I I, I made this. Um, I'm not even sure what this is. Maybe um, uh, I saw what's his name in the chat. Uh, unless he's still there. Is he still there? He was there earlier. Uh, Anyways, so, um, I'll just look real quick. Um, Anyways, this is part, this was on the back wall of a a picture I saw of a B-17, and we just wanted some greebles to stick around to increase the scale factor. And so I have no idea what it is, but I saw some pictures, and so I whipped this up in Fusion and printed it out also with the resin printer. All right. Uh, yeah. Adam, is that what it is? Hydraulic accumulator? Thank you, Adam. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense. Uh, and um, also some oxygen tanks. Oh, Cool. I also custom drew this as well. And this had, there's a bunch of these. This is also done in a resin printer. Uh, this one is a, a, a crack when I was taking the supports off and broke, but it's hollow. And that's been fun trying to print hollow pieces to save on resin. So it's been a real using this printer is neat, but it's been another learning curve. I had to unlearn some things that I learned from regular doing regular three D printing. Uh, so it, and it's a little smaller form factors. So I got to be careful what I put on and how I orient it. But it's been really good. The quality you can't really tell on the screen, but you really almost can't see the lines. In some pieces you can't. It depends. I printed out one piece on low, uh, high, really high resolution and you can't see the lines. Oh. These were on sort of the, the low resolution. You can see the lines with a really, really faint, and you have to take a magnifying glass to see it. Uh, huh. So uh, I've been having a real good time. Here's a piece that was a failed piece. He got a problem with the supports. It's it has got all warped, and there's a piece, something happened and it kind of lifted off and it, it died. So I've had some issues. But it's, it's been really neat to have that and make some really super scale parts. So, I think that's it for, the parts. That was it for the parts. Let me go back to focusing on me.
1: So, are all of those pieces going in before the maiden flight?
2: Uh, I, I don't know. As far as I know, they are. Hmm. But I don't know those details. That's It, it could be. Mm-hmm. Right. Not, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go back to Fusion 360 for a
1: minute. Because you mentioned that you were using it. And then we had this conversation a few days ago. The last time I tried to use it, which was a few months ago, it wanted me to log in and pay, I forget what it was, like a hundred bucks a year for a subscription because the hobbyist exclusion had gone away. And then we had, I thought we had all talked about it then. I know we talked about it with Keith Sparks. We had all at that point figured out that Fusion, Fusion 360 was no longer a free option for us. And we've been talking about alternatives. And then here out of the blue, Fit says it's available for free for hobbyists again. So yeah, I need to check it out. Well, does yeah, anybody in
0: the chat room uh, have Fusion 360? Do they? I'm curious if they have that same issue. Now, I have it, but I, I can't figure it out. It's <laughs> just right. too much for me.
1: That's the one that seemed most intuitive for me when I was trying different ones.
2: Yeah, and that's the problem I had because when I heard when Terry said, hey, they went full... Um, Payment, or you know, kind of started stubbing us, suppose, uh, you know, for the, the Fusion the 360 people. I'm not faulting so, them okay. for that.
1: I mean, they, if they were yeah, sure. good for the stuff they make, whatever. It's for business.
2: Sure. So I started looking at alternatives, and everyone was just fraught with frustration, uh, and their user interface or the way that things were done. And because I had played around with, um, um, SOLIDWORKS. So I was a little bit familiar with how SolidWorks and extrusions and stuff. And one thing I like about 360, it was the closest to working with SolidWorks. It still has its nuances, but it wasn't as big of a jump to Fusion versus a lot of these other programs. And um, and so I would just, i try to muck with it for a while. i just get frustrated and i jump back to uh, OpenSCAD, which is um, what I usually use. In fact, that's what I drew this with, OpenSCAD. Cause I tried with the other program and I just couldn't get it. It was just, it was just, just Just frustration. So, you know, I was able to loop this up and open SCAD pretty nicely. uh, And then, uh, once when I realized Fusion was no no longer um, uh, payment only, now they did gimp it a little bit. So, if they removed some features, it's probably what they did as as a sort of uh, uh, middle ground. So, you don't have to pay for it for hobby use. And student use uh, so but for what for what we do as hobbyists we just want to draw something spit it out as stl it works fine for that they they haven't disabled any of those features
1: and eric just confirmed that it's uh, back the free option is indeed a real thing yeah apparently they took a lot of flack for Charging people money for their product and service.
2: Yeah. That's probably the, the, <laughs> Damn
0: them ask for money.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, Raymond's mentioned that you can get uh, SolidWorks through SAE, actually I didn't know that. I know you can get it through um, EAA. If you oh. join the EAA, you can get SolidWorks. I think uh, a yeah. free That's for been a, mentioned uh, on here as well. Uh, but he also says SAE, which is good because students can use that, and that's industry standard. So if you want to join SAE, whatever that is a year, yeah, I guess you get the license and use SolidWorks. So,
0: well, oh, I'm going to do a little segue here because uh, we're talking 3D and I'm going to be doing a little bit of 3D for this next project. But this will go into, I'm going to segue to this and then we'll segue to Fitz's fantastic flotilla of fun. Before oh, we go off of
2: that though, oh, wait, there there's some, more. <laughs> there's somebody in the chat. I, I got to mention oh. it's Wilm Racer. Wilm Racer is the one who drew this
0: Oh, on hey, let's pull yes.
2: it back up. Wilm Racer, thank you so much. You did a great job, a uh, fantastic job. I don't know if this is in focus or not. Uh, on, the, on the B-17, it helped us a lot for our project. So both the, uh, the, 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 um, uh, the the all the parts you did, the throttle quadrant, the seats, the control yokes, you did a, really some great stuff. Um, so
0: hey, hey, Will Racer, do me, a, do us, do me, do all of us, the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a solid. That sentence, <laughs> I'm sorry. Where's my drink? Oh. Uh, no. Hey, send us an email to contact at rcroundtable.com so we can keep in touch with you. Fitz will send you photos of the build and then you can have copies of this because it says, I love his comment right here and I'll just add it up right here. There you go. If you guys watch. Oh, wow. Wow. Isn't that cool? Well, so a
1: Fantastic.
0: We'll, uh, yeah. we'll give you photos of all the, the work we're doing on this beautiful B-17 that Barry owns.
1: What are you going to do about uh, ammunition, Fitz?
2: Um, That's a good question because I was asked about um, uh, making some ammunition. So I did find some partial stuff on Thingiverse, I think, of a partial ammo belt. I think I might be able to stitch together and I might print it in flexible filament. So because there's ammo belts that sort of curve around and stuff. Yeah. And so I, I don't know if I want to do a whole lot of work on drawing that stuff, but I may be able to stitch something together. I found a thingiverse to work. Uh, but uh, it's kind of one of the next things. I got a couple more things to draw up. There's one more. There's another thing I need to draw on, which I forgot what it was. And uh, ammo and, uh, belts. Or uh, Womb races is welcome to make some ammo belts. <laughs> <laughs> Put put to work.
1: There, <laughs> they're on Thingiverse, I'm sure.
2: <laughs> um, Buck is asking. I-, I got a AnyCubic Photon resin printer, Photon S.
0: That sounds cool. <laughs> yes, Photon S. Photon
2: <laughs> torpedoes, fire. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so I don't want to, you know, harp on 3D printing all on all the whole podcast, but Too I've late. just been real busy with it, and um, I just wanted to update everybody since I it's this video now. I can do show and tell. <laughs> So, anyways, Lee, you had something you wanted to follow up on?
0: <clears throat> well, this is something I talked about on po- uh, several podcasts ago, and I think Terry's been kind of nudging me along. And I i think I may have told Terry, but not you, Fitz. But um, i am got to pick this up. If it'll come loose without me breaking it. Lift <clears throat> with the knees. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Wow, it's just really doing to come on. There we go. So does this look familiar, Fitz? Uh, hey, yes. Yes, okay. the tuxter this is the top of my tugster boat and this is a yeah. little hatch i made now I'm, I'm sharing this let me go to full view for me this time so i can your vision there we go so uh zip Kits makes this little fun little boat it's called a tugster it's a little on uh, mine is a single screw tugboat and my neighbor uh, built one so i had to follow and this is really fun a lot of fun so i, I custom made it so i have a little top hatch and inside, I have my little LEDs and frosted windows. So There's I, not a light inside of there, right? There is. Oh. Is that what? an old Ultimate BC? Oh, okay. Well,
1: it's not on right now. The no, way, no, no. I guess your overhead lights are diffusing through the
0: windows. So it looks yeah, like there's light coming from the inside. It, it does, well, yeah. And it looks like <laughs> when it's on the water. It looks really cool. T- t- uh, Fitz, have you seen it at night?
2: No, I haven't. No.
0: So it, I've yeah. had a lot of compliments on how it looks. I even got little LED you know, lights here and some oh, little yeah. lights. Uh, anyway, long story short, I had this fun little boat. I enjoy it thoroughly, and I made this little top hatch so it'd be easy to access. But what Mr. Ray is doing now, because, well, I say for Ted, we talked I need a new hatch that'll go right here. I just finished painting it. And I have. How did the up, paint job go? Uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> no. I picked up FPV gear. Nice. So I have my little FPV gear with my little helmet, mm-hmm. old Hobby King Cyclops helmet. <sighs> but uh, oh, so I'm going to make a, make a 3D printed mount that'll hold these two together on top of this. So like right in front. So I'm yeah. working on that. I'll, I'll use SolidWorks or Fusion 360 or what was the one that uh, comes free? Uh, some Something I get from Google or whatever. My <laughs> Tinkercad, that's what my kid uses. But anyway, so uh, hopefully by Fitz's... Flotilla of fun, which is in a couple of weeks, I will have my little FPV camera rig for the boat. Nice. So, why don't you talk about your flotilla?
1: It's... Well, hold on. I'm not done oh. with this. Is it going to be like a waterproof bounce? Do you have a design already? What? Where are you going Water... with this thing? Why you... Oh, it's... all
0: I'm doing, well, this is the hatch. And so, all this... I'm going
1: to do. The camera Go ahead, goes on you.
0: the outside. It just goes on top. Okay. You're not worried about it getting splashed?
1: No. I mean, the boat's going to get wet. If yeah, it's on a boat, it's, it's
0: going to get wet. Yeah, but it sits high. I mean, this is, this is you know, the water line's right, right here. So this sits really high above it. Okay. It's not going to get wet. Remember this conversation. Everybody <laughs> in the chat, remember this conversation. <laughs> it's only going to get wet if someone comes up and <laughs> like, like Fitz races a little boat next to me. No. It'll be great. So it'll, I'm going to sit up a little bit high and just have some cool little mount that just holds them both. The wires will go inside. I'm going to drill a hole through the new plate, so all the battery and stuff will sit underneath. And so this this new hatch, this will be for just regular night boat, and this will be for FPV. All right. Very nice. I look forward to seeing it. Should be fun. Well, I'll have pictures of it. When I when I do my first boat retrieval of FPV, that's going to be cool. And you know what, Fitz? I I don't know if we could go try to count, but I should put little markings on the side of my boat. How many times I've had to retrieve oh, boats. Yeah, boat rescue markings?
1: And you put I, another I, I... slot in the top so people can put five dollar bills in there. <laughs> little tip,
0: a little money clip, I've probably rescued about six boats. I think
2: you need a, you need a couple of the marking for that. I wonder what it would look like if a little, little rescue marking.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe it's just a life uh, life raft or maybe uh, <laughs> a
2: life uh, yeah.
0: ring life ring <laughs> life ring yeah <laughs> life raft on a boat or something there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> <So, laughs> be pretty cool anyway so yeah i'll be doing that that's my that guy my 3d printed project to so make a little quick simple bracket very cool my, when is your when is your flotilla fits
2: my the next flotilla of fun is coming up this month couple of weeks march 20th uh, Saturday, we're having another uh, boat event. I'll, I'll post uh, the flyer up. I just came up with the flyer, so I'll post it on the uh, our our Facebook page. Uh, so we haven't had one in a little while, and the weather. <laughs> I <laughs> had a cold snap. So it looks like we're, we're stabilized now. So um, if you're in the Houston area, come on down. We're in Clear Lake, South Houston. And we always have a great time. It's a mixed crowd of all kinds of stuff. Just no gas power stuff. That's the only thing we can't do. Uh, but other than that, um, join us. We always have a good time. We always have an eclectic mix of boats and all kinds of stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm not sure what I'll be bringing. Well, I'll be bringing the Oxidean boat, of course, that's a, such fun. Oh, right, uh, yeah. Yeah, I have that thing, and I don't know what else What
0: else I have ready. Oh, little tuggy, my little tugboat. I had a little 70-second <laughs> scale. <laughs> yeah, this is big. <laughs> I, I captured it one time, and I don't think Fitz wanted me to. <laughs> no, no. That's a great boat. I, I like to give it to other people to drive
2: around. You can't really get in trouble with it. Uh, last time, there was a guy who had a, a, a destroyer in the same scale, and so I got a nice picture of me pushing the destroyer, just like in a harbor, you know, a harbor tug or whatever. Uh, it was really neat to see that the, the difference in sizes and, the, and that kind of stuff. So, I uh, always have a good time. Sailboats show up. Um, if it's a good day, I'll bring out some buoys and throw some buoys in the water, so people can run around the buoys.
0: I'm going to back up here. Well, you go first. I was going to back up real quick and go back to the whole idea of marking the boat with how many rescues. I have yeah. to add one for a plane.
1: Oh, you rescued a plane? I
0: rescued Austin's plane. (laughs) His little float timber. (laughs) It went upside down and I brought it back. So I think, uh, Fitz, we talked about this over text. uh, And I'd love to see if anybody here who's watching uh, can chime in. But I've never printed my own water slide decals. And so this will be the first. I Actually, I'll segue later into a plane I'm working on that needs a new decal. But I ordered those decals that we talked about. And so maybe I'll generate an icon for a boat with a life ring and then an airplane with a life ring. Yeah, I was just thinking <laughs> that Yeah, airplane a <laughs> life ring.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. And so I'll,
0: I'll print those. <laughs> uh, I, I, I bought the white inkjet water slide decals and okay. then a clear, uh, whatever somebody recommended, a clear coat spray. Uh, uh, I use a Krylon. I don't know if it was Krylon. I just did the double oh. buy. You should so, have asked me. Yeah, the Krylon is really good. The Krylon uh, what do you know? uh, Gloss Clear. <laughs> what do I know? I've done that before. <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I know.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, about. there so may be the other brands too. Yeah, if it's something else that works, it works. I'm not going to. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, um, you should have got the clear too. You didn't get the clear? Uh, no, I just thought I'd try the white. Because right now, oh, okay. the, every decal I've been looking at needs to have a white uh, Oh, okay. rim on it. So. Uh, Fitz, I'm sorry. Terry, I, I talked over you. Because I went back. What did you want to ask or talk about? Well, something jogged my memory that some previous show we were talking
1: about a flotilla of fun and Fitz had a hydrofoil type boat. Whatever happened to
0: that? Yeah. Thing? <laughs> With a duct tape canopy. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> have two hydrofoils? Never... Well, oh, yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah, well, I um, I have the 3D printed
2: one that you saw. That's the one I usually drive, but I've got another one I bought. I don't know where I got it from, some sale somewhere, um, and it's like somebody took a quad and stuck it on a hull. That's a it's a hydrofoil, and so the quad pops up, and um, it was an interesting concept. But first, the problem is it's Bluetooth, so you go along, you know, 20 feet away, and thing just just stops working, and it doesn't have a rudder. It uses the quad. Two of the motors to turn, and so it's steering is is you know, you can give it suggestions, you don't really drive it. Uh, so it's on those things uh, on a back burner that I was gonna just totally redo it and put some, my own electronics in and make it more of a conventional hydrofoil. Uh, is I, that I, I one of those it,
1: things they're made by Parrot?
2: I think it was a parrot, as a matter of fact, yeah. yes. And um, I, I brought it out once and wasn't really that happy with it, so I just said, Oh, one of these days I'll. Flick fiddle with it and i'd uh, never gotten around to it um but the other hydrofoil the 3d print one i i damaged i think i stepped on it or something so the hydrofoils are all broken off uh so i'll need to print another hole or something or see about fixing it so that's not going to be out but yeah i did have that was it was something i found on thingiverse and it worked pretty well actually it was, it was pretty neat driving around
0: i have a photo of it yeah
2: yeah i've brought it out a couple times um they sort of stopped Designing it at the top, that's why you mentioned the duct tape, <laughs> the, the top was just, right. yeah, I needed some more uh, design work on it. But whoever did it generally did a pretty good job, at least with the hydrofoils. So I've got other projects. i got so many, so many projects. Uh, like, other boats that I want to work on.
0: I mean, y'all have seen this, right? I
2: don't, I don't. Did you have that out last time? I don't remember.
0: I, don't I think, think you I did. I don't brought it out. I don't know if no. I brought this too. It looks Dude, fast. No. It's not. I did change the prop. I got a, finally got a better prop because I had a just go with the yellow one. But yeah, this mm. is a three D mode. I haven't really done uh, kind of like the hydrofoil worked mm. on. It's it's rough. It's it probably could you know use a good sanding acetone bath. There you go. Yeah, but it flies. fine. You know, it's 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 yeah. entertaining. It's heavy.
2: There's some yeah. There's some neat stuff. Um, there's another guy Keith. We mentioned his name before. Keith Vonnote. He has he took some floats off one of his planes, and built a structure for it. And it has a GI Joe character figure on it and runs it off of six cells. It's really big. It's huge. It's like quarter scale floats, and it's just a little just like Lee has. It's just an airboat mm-hmm. made out of uh, airplane floats and some and uh, some imagination. Uh, so all <laughs> kinds of neat stuff. Oh, cool. And. Uh, uh, so yeah, come on out. Um, on March 20th, Sylvan Rodriguez Park, Clear Lake, Texas. Yep. Yeah, yep, nice, very nice park, very nice place. Um, sometimes we get a little bit of a crowd and it's just it's all fun,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: All right, well, the comments have come to a screeching halt since we started talking about boats. So <laughs> <keep> <laughs> all right, let's far. get off of boats right. huh? I, I don't know if that means anything or not, but maybe we should move
0: on. Uh, America? well, um commented Kryolan crystal clear, that's exactly what it was. I just I had to look at it. it up, okay.
2: uh, ho- hopefully it was that. Um, well, since we're talking decals, Lee, your P-38, is, isn't that uh, the, oh. the reason for those decals?
0: That is exactly the reason for those decals. <clears throat> so, <laughs> the story goes, uh, phase three uh, models had a P-38 Lightning as a Styrofoam P-38. I had one many years ago and unfortunately, and I don't know if we want to go into that story, but I did have a LiPo fire in my garage. Uh, this LiPo just, uh, damn, it was user error. Uh, but it was because I had two identical chargers. And I, <laughs> I, I you've seen the photos, Tony, but I had the LiPo in a, in a pot and I was charging it accordingly uh, but i had plugged it in and i plugged in the tap and i hit charge and i went to my house i came back and i saw this huge plume of smoke in my garage and then i see my phase 3 p38 with a wing that's missing because it melted away it was directly o- over the uh, lipo i had inadvertently plugged in the lipo into the charger one way and the tap into the other charger and so i don't know the smarts or the lack of thereof. it didn't it didn't detect like the tap wrong whatever the case was i i lost my phase three but two years ago at best, someone brought a new in box phase three P38. And it's right here. Yay! <laughs> now, this thing suffers greatly from hanger rash, like terrible hanger rash, because it is, it is literally styrofoam. And I know you can't probably see that, but I had used tape to, to glue on the uh, gear doors, and it just came right off. Yeah. Uh, but also the decal, this is an old, old kit. So one of the decals just completely fell apart when I was trying to put it on, just disintegrated. Mm. It's just yeah. That's weathering, so, man. <laughs> okay. But, uh, so I want to get, give it a try on the decals. And otherwise, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with this thing. It's, it's very light and, uh, it's starting to come back to me. The, the little problems about building it, it's got a lot of spaghetti wire when you, cause these little holes right here very tiny to get all the wires in from the ESC, the battery and so forth. Hmm. Uh, but I remember it flying very well. There's a no lot problem. of stuff to wedge in there. There is. Yeah. And you know, the good news is, you know, it's a nice little 2200 battery. Yeah. Are you using the stock motors
1: and speed controls?
0: I am. And the, <laughs> the one thing I, in <laughs> fact, uh, what I lost my other P38, I put one of the P38 motors on a Thunder and lightning and the, It's not a good thing, but they have a unique sound to them. It's uh, a screaming Banshee. (laughs) They they, they scream very bad. They're They're just so loud, but, uh, you know, I'll do it. I'm not sure mine ever did
1: that because I bought one of those used, and then it had problems like you're talking about, and I never flew it, but I salvaged all the parts from it, and I've used them in things. I don't remember the motors being – Mine were whiny. Both of
0: them were whiny, so – it, no uh, big deal, though. I, I did. I had a lot of fun flying it. And as I said, it, it it suffers from hangar rash. So when I'm done with this one, when I finish building it, I'll put gaff tape on the bottom to protect it. And then I'm going to uh, put a coat of water-based polyurethane. Okay. And by the way, Tony, I, uh, I'm going to do a shout out to Tony right now. Tony, I saw that uh, Glacier Girl you posted because just for fun, I was like looking up the colors for the Phase 3 P38 and Son of a Gun, one of the first pictures I saw was Evelyn holding Glacier Girl.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're you're famous,
0: (laughs) famous, Tony. But uh, yeah, so I'm glad you still have yours, Tony. Glacier Girl would be a great uh, one to model after. I'm just going to keep this one stock.
1: And how many P38s is that you own now?
0: I think it's eight. I can see three
1: <clears throat> in the frame right now.
0: Um, I got a lot. Yeah. But um, my the name today I chose Lockheed Lover. This is because the other plane I'm finishing finally. I don't know if you want to, I don't want to go into too much details, but this is a Kyosho T33. That looks that I, really good. Thank you. Yeah. That uh, I like the glare in it. Well, it's it's just the uh, it's actually a sanding primer that I just kept using until I and then I rubbed down. I just rubbed it down um, the because it's got a grit to it, so it's a sanding filler primer. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, but this is a project I've had for a while. I got the Kyosho from Dave Graben's estate, and it was the original Kyosho color scheme, the red, white, and blue Thunderbird, mm-hmm. and uh, it was poorly reassembled. I don't know who he got it from. I'm sure he got he got a lot of stuff secondhand. But the yep. motor wasn't mounted right. The tail was cattywampus. Um, a lot of wrong things <laughs> with this with this uh, T33. But so I finished it. I got uh, all this done, and um, all I need to do now is cover this in a water based polyurethane and launch it.
1: Because I've already f- the wing has a plastic veneer on it, right?
0: And is, yeah. is it going
1: to get the same primer finish? Yeah, it's right here. Oh, okay. And you added, oh, wait, it comes Apparently. with tip tanks.
0: Yeah. So, well, I took the fins off because I just wanted to have something kind of like the P-80, but I did panel lines. And so the wing hmm. was done for a while. I, I've already flown this plane. Um, I flew it as it was and already you know found out some of the, the problems with it. And it flies great. I had so much fun flying it. So once I knew that the tail was installed wrong and the fan was tilted, they put in a, uh, another type of fan, has a mega motor in it. Uh, once I realized all those mistakes, I was like, I know it's going to fly much better now. So but this is almost done. Like I said, once I uh, do a little touch up and put the water-based polyurethane on, she'll be ready to go. Yep. And by the way, this was made in the scheme of the plane that Dave Graben flew. The T-33 he got from Canada. I think it was a flight training school in Canada. Mm-hmm. And this is the one where the when he on takeoff, the uh, front cargo door opened and he had to emergency land. Into a ditch.
1: Yeah. Didn't go well.
0: Nope, but he, he walked, walked away. away. <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. Terry, Maybe we've I... been jabber What's up with you? What, uh, what's on your workbench besides Shiner? <laughs> um, you no, know, I haven't had a whole lot of workshop
1: time lately. I've been mostly working with that uh, AMA Beta that I talked about last time, the free flight rubber band-powered plane. So I have flown it. I don't remember if I'd flown it by the time we talked before. No. but no, yet I have flown it. There was a nice, calm, fairly sunny day here, and my daughter and I went out and put in some flights on it and got some experience with that. And since then, I've, the AMA asked me to make a video about it, so I've been working on that. And I had a lot to learn about rubber band-powered airplanes. So uh, our buddy Thayer Syme is a... Uh, He's pretty well-versed in that rubber band stuff. So he's been helping me out with that. And uh, I've been putting all those pieces together of uh, learning by teaching and making the video. And so, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And I want to get the thing back out and try it again now
2: that I've learned a bunch of new stuff. Well, you had two different ones, though, didn't you?
1: Um, well, I had the alpha and the beta. I haven't flown the alpha because the video oh, okay. is about the beta. Um, oh. oh. so But they're similar. And... The thing about it and what I require the most learning on is that these have substantial rubber motors and not like the dime store things. And so you're supposed to lubricate these motors. And not only that, but you stretch them out before you wind them and they're much longer than the actual airplane itself. And I talked before about how these airplanes come with the 20 to one winders. So there's just some technique and some stuff you need to know to be able to take advantage of all that stuff. And uh, that's what Thayer's been teaching me. And what, it makes what a huge lubricate? difference.
2: What do you lubricate them with?
1: Well, there's a few different options. They say you can use regular armor all, but the stuff that Thayer suggested is called Glide, which despite the name is something you buy at an auto parts store. Um, it's a silicone based brake lubricant. It's kind of a gel, like the consistency of Vaseline. And uh, hmm. so, yeah, you put it in a Ziploc bag and you squish it all around to get it on the rubber band and it makes a huge difference in
0: how the motor responds after winding it up. Lee? Interesting. Lee, in the back. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I has one of those flashbacks. My dad used to take the high start bungee cords, put them in a ziploc, and pour armor roll in them.
1: Yeah. Ah, yeah. Interesting. I guess it's Prevents it the same from thing. You dry sit there and, and shake it
0: around and leave it in the bag.
1: Yeah. And uh, huh. what I noticed is that without the lubricant, I mean, this is. Regular rubber bands, like office supply rubber bands, or even the the other cheap rubber band airplane stuff, they have talcum or something on them that keeps them from sticking to themselves. But these do not have that, and when you wind that sucker up, it like it molds into itself, the two sides sticking. Yeah. So you're leaving a lot of energy on the table with all that tension. Um, but once I put the lubrication on there, it made a big difference in how how it responded to being released and how much of that energy it let go. So it's uh, it's a kind of eye-opening experience. There's <laughs> there's nothing simple about these airplanes. And that's what pretty much the people out at Geneseo were telling us. Like Anybody can fly an airplane when you have the controls, but...
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, wait a minute. <laughs> Boy, that yeah. seems like some fighting words right there. Well, you know, it's,
1: <laughs> it's good-natured uh, ribbing, but... okay. Uh, they see it as an art form and rightfully so, because all these airplanes we saw, none of them were bashers. They're all very well crafted and put together. And then not only are they pretty, but you know, they got to fly. And so they got to fly on their own. So it's a, it's a point of pride to them. And I I get it.
0: Well, I enjoyed watching the guys fly at uh, small when Fitz and I went, was that about three years ago? And boy, those guys had some planes that would, it was neat to see them, you know, they were yeah. doing what you were talking about, stretching these long rubber bands and rubbing up and walking out way out in the field and letting them go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> see ya. Yeah,
2: they go for a walk. <laughs> see ya, yeah, it,
0: it was funny when my daughter and I went out, you
1: know, we were just kind of tooling around with it, trying a couple of test flights and we did okay one, we did okay one, and then you make one small adjustment and then boof, it's gone. Like, oh, I found the secret sauce. <laughs> you know, you, know you, you play with it and it, there really is a sweet spot in there and. It's it's magical just to watch this airplane just loaf around in the, this tiny circle, and I had one where it went and it came almost right back to my feet after, I don't know, going in a hundred yard radius or diameter circle. It was really cool.
2: Yeah, that's getting them tuned in to get the right climb and the right uh, turn radius, and it just I know some like some of the ones the guys breathe on it elevator or a rudder I right, think just tweak it a little bit just, yeah. just tweak it just a little teeny tiny teeny tiny bit you know <laughs> yeah, it,
1: like so much of the hobby it's a black art for how these people do these things
2: yeah <laughs> you remind me i need to build that remember i bought a one at geneseo i bought a, oh did you uh, yeah really nice rubber powered something i forgot what it was it's uh, some obscure plane but it looked really cool oh, so cool i yeah, built that up i
1: bought a strip of rubber there, but my intent for that was to make a high start for my micro uh, walkout glider.
2: Oh, yeah. And that was the first time I saw free flight high start gliders. Yeah. Guys were high starting these little free flight gliders. Looked like, you know, a Switzer or something. (laughs) (laughs) Some did good, some not so good. (laughs) Yeah, It's a whole nother world. It's a whole nother niche just you can get lost in. Yeah.
1: So um, that's mostly what I've been working on. And Lee knows that I ordered something a couple days ago. But I'm not going to say what it is yet because I don't want to jinx it. It's supposed to be here tomorrow. Mm. It's very unique. I think you will all appreciate it. But uh, I won't talk about it until it's in my grubby hands. So I'll just plant okay. that seed now.
2: All right. I look forward to that. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. wait with bated breath. With, <laughs> well... with pregnant
0: anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a banana slicer it's no big deal <laughs> a rubber band powered banana slicer <laughs> yeah. oh
2: wow oh, well, a since we have
1: video you, this is my discharger we talked about last time you were wondering oh, how yeah. big it is and what it does so this is it
0: yeah that's pretty neat all it's mm-hmm. missing is a USB port can you hear me
1: rolling my eyes? Get out the to double tool.
0: That face <laughs> use that as the promo clip. <laughs> his eyes were way back in his head. <laughs> Y'all have to listen to the previous podcast to know where that all came from. Yeah. Uh what else do we have on our list? Because I had I mean I have a topic we can hopefully get interact with the uh, listeners, but or...
2: can would you entertain me with a couple more show and tells? Sure. Uh we'll
0: give you the green. A couple more to start
2: with. Well, I got, hey, I had a busy week. Well, I wanted, it, I, the of, I wanted to circle back to the, um, when we talked about the power outage we had. And so I was out without power for a day. I started early in the morning. And so, you know, what do you do when you, you can't use a computer? You can't watch TV? Uh, can't listen to the radio because I couldn't find my radio for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I like to at least listen to the news or something. It's like, We don't have any radios. I thought we had a radio. I finally found one in the back of a drawer that I had for like 20 years. Um, But so I I pulled out uh, something I've been meaning to build for a while. And so I could do under battery light and daylight. And I built an RC car. Is that a Wild Willy? This is a Wild Willy. Wild Willy 2. Okay. And I've had this new in a box literally for probably a couple of years at least. And I've been willing to mean it. This is something I've, I've always wanted one since I was a kid. Uh, I had to make a big decision when I was, I don't know, 12, 13 or something like that. And my parents said, okay, you can have um, an RC car for Christmas. One of those highfalutin, to me, uh, fancy ones, not, not the Radio Shack things. And so you just got to pick which one you want. And my decision was between a Wild Willie. And to, to me, a frog, and I went back and forth for probably a week or two, just trying. To, what do I? Which one do I want? Because they both had things I liked, and with encouraging some friends, I finally decided on the frog. So I never did get one of these, even when I was old enough to buy one myself and, and stuff. And um, so I finally picked one up because I always thought it was, it was a neat concept. I know they're kind of a, just a goofy thing. The shtick is basically there's a wheelie bar in the back, and so the thing is is meant to do wheelies really easily.
1: Yeah
2: uh and so this is version two and i didn't realize how much a difference it was until i saw version one i think it was an ama show somebody had one and the version two has full independent suspension on the rear the original oh. one just had a solid axle and there was a few other changes so i think the frame is pretty much completely different almost between the two versions i think the, sa- the body is the same and the wheels are the same i believe but the frame they did they made major changes uh, but still it's, it's the same neat concept it's not it's the frame is finished. You can, I can pull that off. And I got the speed controller in there and servos and stuff. But the body is still being painted and detailed. Is that a Lexan body? No, it's a solid styrene. styrene. Okay, yeah, I
1: think the yeah. originals were too.
2: Yeah, these, I guess because it's not really meant for racing. But it's nice. It's got nice detail. So I just sprayed some paint on it and did some extra details. Uh I still got to work on the uh, the headlights. And there's some bits in the back and i got to paint the seat and the driver and that kind of stuff so i've just been taking my time mm-hmm. uh, what's funny is the speed controller on it so i got this let me change the focus here so i got the speed controller and it's a it says brushless i don't know if you can see that or not i can't see the wires there we go so anyways It says something about brushless speed controller and how many things it can do. It comes with that? It comes with it. Yeah, it comes with a brushless speed controller. This is a lot better than the old real stats with the giant resistor they used to come with, which always burnt out after a while. Um, But the thing is, it's a brushless speed controller. You can see three wires, but it's a brushed motor. And at first I thought, wait a minute. I I think... Send me the wrong speed controller. it has got to be a problem. Um, and then I, I mentioned it to my wife's cousin, who's big into RC cars. And he goes, "Oh no, no, no! The speed controllers with the Tamiyas can do both. They're actually brushed and brushless." Yeah. And so I poked into the speak the manual, and, and lo and behold, yeah, it says, yeah, if you're going to use brushed, it's pre-programmed for brush. Just use these two wires. If you want to use brushless, and you got to re- do some sort of you know voodoo dance to reprogram it. So. Uh, and I thought that's neat because I have another RC car that I am going to put a brushless motor in it, and so it already has a speed controller. I said, "Oh, cool!"
0: I was today years old to learn that. Really, <laughs> I've never seen yes. a brushless controller that's both. Never. I, I knew
2: they existed. I've seen some of the higher end ones, like Tekin do that. But I thought that was just the higher end racing ones. I didn't know. To me, I had a you know consumer grade, low low end, whatever you want to call it, version that did that. And so that's pretty snazzy.
1: Yeah, I had one of the uh, Castle Sidewinders, which is a surface controller, and it's brushed or brushless, or was back then. I don't know what the modern versions are.
2: Yeah. Oh. oh also, interesting to note is uh, basically all the car stuff is censored. There's a little sensor port on the right there. Oh. You uh, can see it. Yeah. Wait, can I? Can you see? You can't really see yeah, it that well. Yeah, Yeah. You can sort of see it right there. There you go. I I can't, I'm on the cameras. I can't tell which my fingers are going. We see it. Yeah. Anyways. So, um, they did much better throttle response. We don't, in airplanes, we don't need a really good throttle response at low speeds. But, um, and one, couple other things real quick. You're not Uh, keeping those
1: bullet plugs, are you? There's more.
2: On the motor? Yeah. I'm going to keep them for now. It's just a brush motor. I'm not trying to win any races, but I did change to a, a better. I took out the Tamiya connector for the battery. That's more important than a bullet connector. Bullet connector, actually, not that bad. Are you an EC three guy now? Um, yeah, I'm slowly joining the, the the collective for ECs, for a lot of stuff. Um, speaking of EC connectors, I picked up one of the G two batteries we had mentioned before.
1: All
2: right. It, do you remember? Is there something missing off of these?
1: Yeah. There's no tap. No, yep.
2: Yeah. There's no um, no um, balance balance port balance taps. Yeah. Yep. So, this was what I was using in the shock cub when we were flying. A 2S5000? So 2S5000. For the is, battery,
1: excuse me, the radio.
2: For the radio, yeah. This is yeah. a re- receiver and ignition. Uh, but it's got the smart connector plug on it. And so I had to update the firmware in my chargers uh, to recognize it, which was interesting. Yeah. But uh, after that, it wasn't a problem. And this one is interesting. comes in a hard case.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, but, but I got a nice high capacity battery. And uh, so um, I may be getting more of these as a matter of fact, I need to do some experimentation with them, but that's uh, yeah, it's, it's... So I mentioned that those came in and it seems to be working fine. Uh, nice. And you see behind me real quick, can you see the, the uh, fuck Das
1: That's butcher bird, yeah, yeah. The
2: butcher bird, yeah. So I flown it, I flew it last weekend uh, well, and it's, it's, And a, you
1: knocked the wings off of it.
2: I uh, knocked the wings off. This is another clip wing model. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm working on a, my, not that I pushed out the flight video for the solar, this is up next. I'll be, uh, working on a video for this. Um,
0: yeah. this yeah. have the same connection that the P 51 uses. Where the yeah, wings same, just
2: snap Exactly. They, they say work the same exact way. Although, for some reason, they were a little more hard to take on and off on this one than on the P51. But uh, oh. they do come out. But it's still a nice nice feature to just snap off the wingtips and lights and stuff. So, um, minor spoiler, flies really nice. It survived. Um, so, I will I guess you'll see a video of that at, at some point. Um, same exact batteries as the P51. They're big 1.5 meter P51, 6L. Oh. Uh, nice thing about this one's got a little more room money inside the 7,000 million hour battery on the p fifty one was a bit of a tight fit um, But this one it just swallows it up. No problem oh, cool. it's Because a big round fuselage uh, It's also got a working cooling fan that the fan behind the propeller unlike like on a real one mm-hmm. There's a ducted fan um, It also spins with the prop. So that's a pretty neat feature. Yeah, cool um so we
1: posted something on their social media this week where someone
2: had weathered one of those. It looked really good. Oh yeah. I guess you can do a good job. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure, um, our buddy, uh, let me go back. Uh, just back my hour focus. Uh, um, what is with me in names? Ah. it's um, not new, uh, uh uh Mr. T. RC, RC Geek. Chris oh, Wolf. Chris Wolf. That's it. God, this is it's been a long day. I'm sorry. I've been I've been reading documents all day. My mind is mush. Um, um I think Chris Wolf has one. I'm sure he'll be um doing some stuff to really make it look pretty and weathered sure. and beat up. Yeah. All right. I think I'm finally finished with my show and tell. I don't think I have anything left.
1: What's that oh, 3D I, thing behind you? An airplane. Okay. Well, you, I thought you were going to talk about it, but
2: you don't got it. No. No, no, no. I just put the camera off. Yeah, it's one of the Eclipse models that I had started working on and haven't finished. <laughs> huh. It's got a nice V-tail on it. I really like the looks of it. I just didn't. It's on it, the back burner. All right.
1: All right, cool. So what else? Lee, uh, I know you're dying to talk about sticky stuff.
0: Uh, We could. It really is more, uh, you know... Um, uh, well a big discussion.
2: So we want to talk about that or the um the email we all got. What you talk about? Every 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 AMA person got.
0: Oh, the How About the test. The test. Yeah. It, it's a coming <laughs> That one that coming. email. Here we go. I didn't coming.
2: really read it that much did, did they have any details? On anything uh, or just said
0: Well, maybe I'll, I'll shoot with Terry. Terry, do you know more about it than I do?
1: The only thing that I think I know is that they, the FAA released some information about people who might administer the test need to do. So,
0: that's that's oh. what I got. So oh, okay. it, it seems to me that the, the, the talk that the AMA had was that they've been given the parameters on how they are to issue the test to its members. Oh, okay. Correct? And so now that they have that, it looks like very soon the AMA will offer the test online for us. And I believe, as I think we've all discussed this before, the test should be free to the AMA members.
1: I'm pretty sure they mentioned that the other day in their uh, show.
2: Yeah. Okay, so it was kind of a nothing birth. that's right. They had a live show Monday or Tuesday, right? I think. Yeah, they, they did. talked about earlier that this week, YouTube. whenever it was. Yeah. Okay, so people can look that up and they'll talk that. All right, we'll move on to something else then.
0: Come on, um, Lee. It, I, it's kind of long. Well, for those who are still with us and we're, we're slowly, del- <laughs> the numbers getting low. We should have like, maybe we should promote this for the next live show or something. But, uh, it's funny. I was uh looking at, at Facebook and someone had opened the can of worms on what kind of glue do you use to build balsam models? And boy, I tell you, I was like surprised on how many comments came back and oh. you know, how many people were just like, use this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I mean, there was there was this one guy i think it was all caps too it was like use pva glue you know that's it don't no more discussion and so the question I mean, is CA glue? Like, yeah I, I no, use CA. no no they were <laughs> uh, well i know this is what you use fits right yes
2: yeah i use that okay, so exactly just our so yeah. yeah
0: uh cyanoacrylate. and then pva polyactic what is it called polyactic something pva, PVA. Oh, anyway. Poly- saturated saturated White polyvinyl polyvinyl or something, polyvinyl, yeah. So, white glue versus ca, and I don't even start that debate. Well, you see, I like my my glue to dry within
2: this century, so (laughs) (laughs) well.
0: This is a, I mean, I'd love to hear from people here, but I think this, this might be a discussion we'll, we'll follow up on. So how about we just use this as the teaser now and let people know that's going to be a discussion we want to have. So those of you who are online watching this right now, this is one of those questions, which glue do you use and why are you steadfast in using white glue versus CA, Um, you know? Uh, there there are just people who are in, is in balsa modelers uh who only use white glue and i say white glue I'm gonna say wood glue rather and I've used it but gosh what was that yellow stuff do y'all remember what the yellow stuff was a long long time ago ambroid not ambroid that's orange <laughs> that's the oh. orange stuff' it is so okay, there was a, yellowish well i mean i'm sure it was like a tight bond but there was a, a when I was a kid there was some glue that was very very yellow i mean it was like oh, neon that. yellow like <laughs> like this yellow <laughs> wow no <laughs> you know? i remember that and so uh, then there was uh,
2: ambroid the ambroid when i first when i used to as a kid build a lot of free flight models i used the, the stuff in the tube from i think it was testers testers wood glue hmm. it was it's the, probably not that great of a glue but it was cheap uh but and i think it, it was clear good. yeah it smelled it smelled really good <laughs> so <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> but i don't think they make it anymore uh, I, I, again, I think this is a good, uh, discussion to have later. So maybe people can email us or they can, we can start a thread on our Facebook page and mm-hmm. just have people in their thoughts. But it was just, it, to me, I was just kind of shocked, I guess, at some of the, well, I, mean, I think was the, it original, heated.
1: the original question was, do they use the polyurethane glue, which is the expanding glue? That's correct. And yeah, that's, right. that's a big difference there. Yeah. So uh, I, I can imagine some animated responses to that question, but the the white glue versus CA is an age old debate.
2: Yeah, that's really personal preference. But like, I, I think I think Fitz is
0: right. I I want to finish a plane in in my lifetime. <laughs> but, but I mean that's a, that's completely exaggerating. But I'm I'm thinking if you were to put on cap strips with wood glue, <laughs> I mean pin 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 pin. <laughs> you know, yeah. Know, CA. <laughs> done <laughs> yeah. yeah done <laughs> all right uh, so here's
1: a question related to that when you use pins or do you stick the pins through the wood or against the wood
0: well like how some, else you, you, gonna... do you do you do cross
2: like do you oh do yeah, cross? i see what you're saying okay because yeah. yeah, yeah. like you know it's the point isn't it that... <laughs> it really depends to me it depends how big a piece of wood is you know some wood is too fragile to stick it through so yeah you... Cross it over, or um, especially ribs too. They're so narrow, it's thin. You can't really so you cross it. Yeah.
0: Tony said Sigbond yellow. So I think back then, a long time ago, the Sigbond blend was probably a, had a lot more yellow in it. And so I'm thinking <laughs> he's right. I'm just I just remember it being very very yellow. <laughs> you know, because even this is mean. This is wood glue. It's white. But I mean, the type bond is what most people consider that that yellow glue. Yeah. But um, hmm. I mean, what happened to Ambroid <laughs> just. Too many people were... <laughs> <laughs> I think you can still get
1: it because they use it for making wooden boats like canoes and things like that. Hmm. So, oh my
0: God. Like real ones? Yeah. Like, Could you imagine the mask? You'd have to <laughs> take that mask off for one second.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you pass out instantly. Uh, well, <laughs> so oh, there's, okay, there's something about
0: that as a cellulose
1: glue. I don't know if it can be a contact cement or something, but it works particularly well for planking... Those types of boats.
0: Oh, I love Matthew! Yeah. Just wrote this. This is funny. This is for you, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> the through the way, yeah, <laughs> go home. So I'm going to guess split, that,
1: go that Matthew is not a free flight modeler, because I'm sure all the rubber band guys are having uh, seizures when they read that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's uh, there was some education there. I don't use wood glue very often. I mean, I have this, and I use it to do larger pieces of wood, mm. and I've used it to coat wood, like, inside yeah. this boat. And so, I mean, I do use it occasionally, but I don't think I'd ever think about building a plane. Yeah, it would take that. a while. I, I think it might be um, less <laughs> um, uh... <laughs> There's, There was always that one guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's our that friend think, Steve.
2: Yeah, hot glue. But he builds um, very
1: nice planes with hot glue. Hey,
2: the best hot glue planes ever. Uh, the wood glue is probably less. Um, um, oh, I had the word in my mouth. Um, brittle, than CA probably that might be an advantage. Oh yeah, because well, it's, it's
0: got a rubbery. It's waterproof yeah. and you know. so no, I I like the Gorilla glue here. This is if I use wood yeah. glue, glue, it's this. I do have a tight bond bottle around here somewhere, but that bottle has usually been worked. For wood projects in the garage like bigger stuff so this is the stuff i use in the workshop but right now these two these are my go-to yeah. airplane building
2: ca baby this is a 21st century yeah, CA baby i'm not using horse hooves and uh...
0: by the way Fitz, have you, do you have this
2: that looks different oh orderless is, no i don't have this, the orderless is that this,
0: foam safe i don't know if it's new or not but this is the foam safe Starbond. I don't remember
2: seeing the odorless on their site. Yeah, is that thought...
0: new? Huh. This, this huh. is Lee has uh, a guy I, I on think... the inside. Yeah, no, no, he I, went, knows to, I guy. went to their website. I went to their website, and uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys have ever looked at Starbond, but they also do a lot of woodworking They had that black yeah. CA. Yeah, they had the black That's stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, so this just came out. There's no medium. And I haven't used mm. it yet, but I can tell you it's pretty thin. I don't know if you can see the liquid moon in there, so be careful. Mm, water, <laughs> but it don't is it's it. Home safe. So I I bought it. I'm gonna I'm gonna huh. give it a try. You just normally mix I just... flour with it and I'll thicken it up. <laughs> but you don't uh, I the medium. I do enjoy the Starbond. Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah so. that's it's a funny way to put it, but
2: you were just star behind I it.
0: <laughs> I enjoyed this glue.
2: Yeah, I got some. I got some in the refrigerator. now
0: this this stuff you can take a hit from. It's you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, not many adhesives or sm- not many things bother me, but CA accelerator is something that gets to me if I use too much of it. Just the smell of it gives yeah. me a headache within a few minutes. Wow. Uh, what I was going to ask is, have you ever seen a model built entirely with five minute epoxy?
0: <laughs> what, is that uh, plywood or gas? <laughs> no, 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 no that, that airplane was put together beautifully.
2: You know, you you probably could do okay if you're really careful about how you apply it, really thin layers.
0: What if you fit it? Can you fit it with isopropyl alcohol? Because
2: uh, you could. Uh, if you're yeah, going to you build could.
1: an airplane with epoxy, you're not worried about those little things. You're doing it because that's all you know, and you get it <laughs> dripped all down the sides, and you've got it gooped in every corner. I, I've seen some one or two airplanes built like that well obviously I, by amateur builders
0: yeah. <laughs> i can't show
1: it to you but you can't salvage that
0: i mean it's,
2: it's, <laughs> no it's just little it's a this red.
0: this tail here and i don't know if you can tell or not this tail's got a buckle there is a little bubble in there uh, so they what? Eat,
1: hold on back that up
0: got you know, like a bubble in it
1: Bubbles. because they, okay they thank
0: you some kind of glue in there that kills foam so they probably c-a the mm-hmm. the piece in there so it's it's buckled but right. this tail was epoxied on and it was a very orange epoxy so but the tail was crooked and not I mean, the elevator was like this this is a wing so this is i have done a much better job with this tail but they i mean they epoxied it and there were just drips coming down the side <laughs> right here so i had to pry all those pieces off so i've i've lost like two ounces of of weight just alone of weight yeah now, I've had planes that were more glue than plane after a while, but that's that was early in my career. Oh, man. Well, there's, you know, when you're always told to fuel-proof your your firewall, yeah. just pour it on. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> right. pour it, pour shake, it. shake it loose, shake it
2: the <laughs> Okay, it's a... It's...
0: <laughs> All right, so, so
1: we are nearing an hour and a half. Who's going to call it? Or are we ready to call it? I guess, well, I
0: guess I guess we're going to give our, our last few listeners some homework. Uh, I would like to carry on the glue topic. I'd like to know what people are using and, you know, just to see. And also maybe if anybody's got any cool tips they'd like to share, let's, yeah. you know, share the love, share the knowledge. Um, you know, I, you know, if you have a project you uh, are working on right now and why you use a certain glue. I think, yes, we know hot glue is for 13th squadron <laughs> <On board. laughs> and these Godas. Yeah. Uh, but I will Loom. tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to <laughs> uh, leave one little note. This is my, uh, my little, uh, what do you call it? My story time corner. Uh, I have an air conditioner in this workshop. Oh boy. <clears You laughs> had an I, I, this is, this is a PSA to my friends out there. Uh, I have a Mitsubishi mini split in my wonderful workshop. This is a insulated room. It is attached to my garage, but I had this custom built and it's foam insulated. All the walls are, it's a, it's a tight room as they say, but I've had no luck with this Mitsubishi mini split. I have now lost my third coil and it appears after talking with some of the techs that I have a problem called formicary corrosion. And if any of you are, Sorry, which, which coil you're talking about the uh, the evaporator, evaporator coil coil? inside okay. the room? Yeah, and formicary corrosion is where there are holes, pinholes that are who's laughing? <laughs> Sorry, it <was laughs> it's me. a sad story. <laughs> Who said wrong with carry? you? <laughs> Cue
1: the violin music.
2: Uh, no, sorry, my, my mind's wandering off of
0: not for the the, the <laughs> for We just got an e rating on our guard podcast. Thanks what are a you lot doing this. with your coil? <laughs> the, and can I come over? <laughs> I don't have photos, but I'm just letting some folks know that this is uh, this dart. these darn coils, the copper edges on this coil uh keep corroding on me and it from some research and there's some great documents and maybe i'll i'll share this on a post on our our facebook page so you guys can learn all about this but it appears that some chemicals as i'm going to pull this right across the screen to fit some chemicals that you may have in your workshop (laughs) a variety of things that you use in your workshop and where's oh here we go here's the big one i use this all the time but there are things that you might have in your workshop, where they get into the air and if you don't have, especially if it's a tight room like this, and if you don't have enough circulation from outside air, it actually corrodes your coils. And I've got photos, and it's awful, but I've got another Damn. leak. I've already replaced this coil twice, so this, I mean, so this will be my third one. And I have I realized that my hobby shop could be the actual culprit. The the stuff I use, the paints, the chemicals, the epoxy, the... Wow. Was it... C? Gosh darn it, Terry. I... The off gases, what are they called? P something C. Oh, well,
2: off gases is off gassing. No, yeah, PVCs, like, chloroform
0: spray gardens? cans. No VOCs, is that it? The the, the off gassing that you get, you know, stuff that's in these cans. Anyway, it permeates into this copper and it destroys it. So, because this is only a three four hundred square foot room, and I don't have a very active circulation from outside air it's basically Russian roulette. <laughs> I'm just, oh, wow. every time I come in here and open a bottle, I'm just risking damaging my coil. So you've got uh, around in every chamber with that thing. <laughs> it's five out of six. So just so you know, I'll, I'm going to do some more research. I'm going to look into this, but those of you who have workshops with mini splits and, and may have had issues with your coils and so forth, I encourage you guys to, hmm. to look into it. In fact, there's some scary articles out there about formic corrosion. And, uh, it's, they talk about even in homes, you know how how bad it is, and there are some things you can do to try to prevent it. And if you guys have had that problem, I'd like to hear your stories. And how are my lungs, <laughs> Tony? <laughs> yeah, I was I've lost all my hair. <laughs> PCBs. Uh, no, no kidding. Uh, I mean, it is scary now that I'm doing this all this research. You know, who knows if I've got you know a, a third ear growing out of the back of my neck. Uh, but you know, these are the things you should worry about. I do use a mask to paint now, but uh, that's just it's just a bummer because the cost to fix this is terribly high. And someone mentioned here do they offer a different unit? Well, I I'm looking at getting a different one, but if I don't fix the problem that's in this room, then you know I'm not I'm not helping the matter. So I will do some more research. And I just thought I'd let you guys know if you have an air conditioner, if you're in a small room, you should know about this formicary corrosion and Especially all the dangerous chemicals you use to build your model airplanes. <laughs> well,
1: I think that's going to play into our glue discussion because there are a lot of people who are sensitive to CA and, oh, and you, other you. things. They yeah, have so, allergies.
2: Yeah. So whether they
1: oh. want to wait for glue or not, they might not have a choice.
2: And so Lee, my soldering iron.
1: What the did you just knock ball. over? Oh, just. Or was that your coil?
0: No, <laughs> it just <laughs> fell out of it the air conditioner. A bottle of glue. <laughs> <It> corroded. <laughs> It's just ca. <laughs> It'll <right>. clean up. <laughs> so
1: to answer Steve's question, no, we don't.
2: Yeah, because you don't have air conditioners half the time.
1: Uh, a <laughs> lot of houses up here do not. Yeah, Everything I was My house has central air that was retrofitted after it was built.
2: Yeah, that's unusual on central air.
1: But I mean, looking in my basement, which is my workshop, I mean, there's copper mm. pipes running all over the place, and
2: yeah, but, but they're really thick. I don't imagine one of the air conditioners are actually Yeah, yeah might be a little less, but yeah. Yeah. anyway, so, it's
0: just an interesting, interesting topic. That uh, I've... Uh, another thing is
2: maybe a different coil because a friend of mine um uh, semi related. He got a new air conditioner in his house and he made a big point to say that there was an option for coils that was a little more, but it was a uh, much more corrosion resistant.
0: That is true, yeah. but usually those are only for large home installations, not the mini splits. Mm. They're smaller units. And I did find one video of a company that sells a spray you actually spray on. Have you ever used yeah. that uh, anti-corrosion for battery terminals in your car? Oh, That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So there's something that you could possibly do for that. For me, I'd, I'd rather have like a coil removed and dipped in something you know, like really done it professionally and then brought it, you know, put mm-hmm. it back and, and do that. But that might be a step I have to take. And, you know, it may be not affecting anybody else, but I'm just like wondering if there's two or three other guys out there who've had the same issues where their coils keep failing. And then, you know, we learned it's the chemical situation, not necessarily a faulty product. So,
1: and I just saw Matthew's comment. So I've got some of this spray stuff, the CA uh, kicker, This stuff gives me a headache instantly. I I can't use it inside. I have to take it outside. But even the pump stuff that I have, which is, let's see, it's the Bob Smith. This is my refill, but I use it in the pumps. That, after a few minutes, gives me a headache too. So of all the different chemicals and widgets and doodads in my shop, that's the only stuff that I have a reaction to.
0: Mm. I'm just used to it all. <laughs> like, I solder like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thick candy shell that protects you from all that. Well, okay, that's that's. I'll wrap that up. But uh, hopefully, I'll follow up with uh, some of you guys and see if anybody else has uh, had that issue. If not, it's mm. just me. <laughs> it's just you, Lee. <laughs> your 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 garage was built over a gravesite.
2: <laughs> a balsam maker gravesite. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tony, have-
1: no, I don't have any new Balsa kits, but I have several that need love that uh, I need to work on. So that's when I get back to Balsa, so that's what will happen.
0: Hey, Buck, see, look, I may have helped one person out there. Buck, all, all I'm going to say is uh, D- Daikin is the company I'm currently looking at buying. I've had, a, I've heard a lot of good things from Daikin uh, mini split units. And uh, the other thing I would suggest is if you are w- building a workshop, make sure you uh, have a way to vent uh, like actively or maybe on a timer so you can get air from the mm-hmm. outside, push it through your room and out. Uh, in fact, I have a restroom built in my workshop. I do have a vent in there. What I need to do is probably add a, a ceiling vent that has outside air and then have it run like every 15 minutes or so. Just a you know, two or three minute cycle.
2: Just okay. flush <laughs> everything out. Well, okay then.
0: All right. Alright, so are we all done? We hit the list. We've done the things. We've done the things. Thank you, everyone, for who has tuned in. You guys yeah. are great. Thank you for showing up. I didn't want to show up, so I'm glad you
1: guys did. I'm kidding, <laughs> by the way. I saw the look I got from Lee. Wow. Yeah. What the
2: heck? <laughs> just, we love these shows. Just you WTF, man. All then. Well, I think uh, well, I guess we'll have to wrap things up. Another good episode. So, uh, despite... Um, where was I going with that? anyway yeah. despite, despite nothing. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> despite the Lee downer. Is, <laughs> man, my my are broken. It sucks. <laughs>
1: hey, remind me the next time we do a live show or a podcast to talk about swap meets and swap meet accessories.
2: Front meet and front meet accessories. Are there gonna be some
0: basement yeah. specials coming up here? Ho-
2: Could be. And hopefully <laughs> by that time, uh, Lee's club will have their swap meet. They keep uh yeah postponing
0: we, yeah unfortunately that was not by choice but yeah we could oh, be good because i have a couple of things i'd like to sell so yeah let's let's talk about that terry
2: yeah I right. need to get rid of some room okay well yep. hopefully next time we do a live show we can talk about the things we sold and probably bought or bought yeah <laughs> i sold two things and bought three things So. Yeah. anyways uh Are thanks you, everybody in the chat for yeah, your questions you. and your interactions that's what really makes this fun that's what i really like about the live shows we get to talk to you guys bounce ideas and trade insults and that kind of stuff so thanks again and um we will talk to you later um i look forward to talking with um i forgot his name what about the, <laughs> the part? He said he sent me some so and so <laughs> yeah that guy room racer
0: i, I don't do <laughs>
2: I don't do names. Yeah. <laughs> we lost
0: Fitz. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: he's so. Um, oh, he's on the giggle loop.
0: English, <laughs> All right, everybody? Yeah, that was a me? great way to end the show. Yeah. It's Fitz glitching out. <laughs>